God bless you. Hello, hello, hello. We are back. We are back. It has been a while since I've sat behind this camera, uh, behind this microphone in front of this camera. It's been a little minute. It's been a little minute. I'm so happy to be back. Life has gotten pretty crazy, as those of you that follow me on Instagram uh, have been a witness to some of those changes, which, by the way, if you don't follow me on Instagram, go ahead and follow me on Instagram, Nate underscore. No, 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 I like scratch that, Nate O-G-U underscore, uh, Nate O-G-U underscore on Instagram. Um, but, man, life has been crazy, but I'm so happy to be here. I'm here with Misa. Yes, hopefully you guys can hear that. I'm sure you can. You, you can always hear it, but what a pleasure and a blessing it is to be here. I'm so happy. God is good. Um, praise and honor and glory be to God uh, in this season. I'm nervous, though. I'm nervous, if I'm being honest, um, because it's just been so, like, it's been a minute. And so, like, I got to get back. I feel like I got to get back into the mojo. Excuse me. I feel like I got to get back into the mojo. Like, I got to get back into into rhythm in order for me to be able to, I don't know, do this. But I'm so excited to be here. Um, uh, thank you to those of you that are here. Uh, real quick, real quick, I'm going to say this now. 60% of the people that watch this podcast are not subscribed. That's, cra that's crazy to me. 60%. Of the people that watch this podcast are not subscribed. So those of you that are watching right now on YouTube, hit the subscribe button. It don't cost you a thing. It don't cost you a thing to hit the subscribe button and the notification bell so you can know when it is that we release a new episode. So don't, don't, you don't want to miss that. And um, those of you that are on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, thank you for being here. And if you haven't followed, maybe you just keep searching it up, but you haven't hit the follow button, hit that follow button, add it to your playlist, add it, okay? We're pumping out kingdom content here. Good, clean content, you know, that may get a little raunchy. Not not raunchy is the word I'm looking for. Wow, excuse me. What is the word I'm looking for, Misa? Uh, 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 little nitty-gritty, a little rough around the edges because we're going to talk about the stuff that, you know, maybe people don't necessarily want to talk about. And we've been doing that. So thank you guys so much for being here. My fam, I love you. Yes, you. You watching right there. I love you because you keep coming back. Those of you listening, I love you in the love of Christ. So uh, we put up a poll on my Instagram uh, just to see what it is that, that people want to hear and people want to talk about because know his heart is for the people. And so we got a lot of great topics Great suggestions, and it took me a while to pick the one for today. Um, but I landed on one that 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 I, that that I like, and I think it's really good, and I think it's something that we could all we all need to hear, and something that I could that I could contribute, you know, um, a topic that I could elaborate on. So um, today we're going to talk about temptation. Today we're going to talk about temptation, and before we get into it, I don't want you to think like, oh. We're going to talk about sex again. Like, I'm such an advocate on there's more temptation than just sexual temptation. There's more. All right? It's not always about just, just sexual temptation. There's a lot of more things that, that, are, that, are, that our youth are struggling with, and I would love to, to, to get into that. So let's talk, about, let's talk about temptation. 
Let's talk about one of our worst enemies uh, in the body of Christ. Before we get into it, though, um, as some of you may have seen on my on my podcast, I mean on my Instagram, we have some amazing guests coming. Oh my God, I'm so excited! Misa and I were just finalizing the schedule here before we got started, and we have some amazing guests. I'm so excited. We've got Denito coming in. We're going to do a two-part special with Denito. Um, you may be seeing this before or after. No, you're definitely going to see this before we do Denito's episode. We've got Denito coming in um, for a two-part special. I've got my bro Nelson, Nelson J from New York coming in. Super excited for that. Such a, such a wise guy uh, 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 that has so much anointing and such a knowledge and leadership. Uh, of young people then we've um we've just literally confirmed before this started we're gonna have sister karen coming um i'm so excited this this woman is anointed this girl is anointed i heard her preach for the first time mind blown and not everybody can 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 blow my mind she blew my mind she preached that word that she is anointed i'm so excited to have her in the house uh uh, uh in here we have um Cornerstone Worship coming as well uh, as one of our special guests um, to be here in the room. Um, super experienced at what worship is and leading worship uh, and, and, and working in different atmospheres. Um, and then our last special guest we have in the docket is our sister Dorka. Dorka is one of the sweetest people you will ever meet in your life. So keep an eye out for those episodes. I'm so excited. We're doing this for you guys. I wanted to be intentional about who I brought to this platform, people that I know that could really bring something special to the table, that really have insight, that could really help you guys. You know, not just to do this, just to do this. You know, as, as we said our customary prayer before we started, and it's not just here. I pray this all the time, like, God, I want to be intentional. I, I want to be purposeful. I'm not trying to do this just to pass time or to, like, lift up my name. It's all for your glory. Amen. And, 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 and also, uh, uh, we're going to have um, uh, Pure Transformation as well as a special guest as well. And we're going to be recording with them very soon, very soon. And those guys are awesome. I've, I've grown to, they've grown to have a special place in my heart. Um, I know that God has put them in my path. Amen. And so, let's talk about temptation. Sorry for the long intro. I had to get those things out of the way. Uh, but let's talk about temptation, man. What, what, a, what an annoying little, little thing she is, huh? What an annoying little thing temptation is that we're constantly trying to escape or trying to run from. And everyone has a different struggle with temptation. Everyone's battle with temptation looks different. Everyone's struggle with it is not the same. It attacks different people from different angles. Some people are tempted by one thing, by some things, while others are not even phased by it. But everyone has their struggle. And I want to start off by normalizing that, yes, everyone, and I mean everyone, I don't care who you look up to, Everyone struggles against temptation. Temptation does not pick favorites. Everyone faces temptation. Not everyone falls into temptation all the time, you know, but everyone struggles with temptation. And all of us, sooner or later, 
have fallen into temptation and will fall into temptation, sorry. And, and I want to take away that taboo because a lot of times we often look at people as if they are, they've reached this level in the video game that we're trying to reach. And that's not realistic. I've never wanted to portray myself as someone who is just, like I've graduated the struggle. Because you never graduate from the struggle. Like, like just as God's mercies are new every morning, the battles are new every morning. Every day is a different thing that we're trying to face. And it's something so, like, so, like, I've never wanted to, and I think we have to, sometimes we look up to people and we think that they don't struggle with the things that we struggle with and that we're trying to be like them. The only person that was, that faced all temptation and was free of sin was Jesus Christ. He is the only one that faced all the temptation that there was and did not fall. So he is our ultimate example so let me bring everybody down to the same level in case you thought there were different levels to this we all struggle with temptation and it comes in different forms and the problem is not that you're tempted that's not the problem jesus himself was tempted misa like a lot of times we think oh my god i'm being tempted by this i must be the problem and sometimes we are but generally speaking right we're all going to be tempted. Jesus himself was tempted. And, there was, and, and, and if you notice, now we're getting into it. Thank you, Holy Ghost. He was tempted in the moment where he was supposed to be the strongest. In the moment where he was supposed to be the strongest, the most. This man had just fasted 40 days and 40 nights. Some of us struggle to fast six hours. Can we be honest? It's the truth. Some of us struggle to fast an entire day. Some of us struggle to fast two or three days. Jesus had fasted 40 days and 40 nights. I want you to put yourself in your shoes. Jesus was on, in his shoes. Jesus was on a spiritual high. If we look at it contextually and relationally, he was on a spiritual high. I'm talking about Jesus had just, the Holy Spirit had just came over him in the form of a, of a dove and he had just been baptized and he's, you know, you ever had that moment where you feel God's presence, the Holy Spirit touches you or the Holy Spirit feel, fills you up and you're like, oh yeah, I'm on my spiritual high and then temptation comes knocking on the door and you're like, wait, wait, whoa, wait, whoa, whoa. And, and I don't know about you, but it's happened to me where I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, not now. Like, no, no. Let me just enjoy this. Let me enjoy this spiritual high. Let me enjoy this moment. But temptation comes knocking on the door. So Jesus has just been baptized in water. Holy Spirit comes over him in the form of a dove. And the Spirit says, he, it, the Bible says that he was impulsed by the Spirit to the desert. So the Holy Spirit comes over here and says, hey, um, go to the desert. What? What do you mean go to the desert? Holy Spirit, Holy Ghost just came over me. I thought you were going to send me to the to the hospital to start raising the dead. You told me to go to the desert? I thought you were going to send me to the big churches to preach because I just got the Holy Ghost. Why are you sending me to the desert? What if I told you that we have misinterpreted one of the uses of the Holy Spirit, one of the purposes of being filled with the Holy Spirit? Some of you have been taught that the Holy Spirit's only function, only purpose is to aid you in your function. 
Let me rephrase that so you can understand me. The Holy Spirit is not only for when you are pouring out. That is not the only use of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is there to aid you in defense against temptation. The Holy Spirit is there to aid you in your desert season. But we thought the Holy Spirit was, the Holy Spirit is only so I can function, so I can pour out, so I can lay hands on the sick and they can be healed, so I can go grab a microphone and scream like we did in the church growing up. And people could get, yes, Holy Spirit moves in that way. But the Holy Spirit is also there to aid you against temptation, to strengthen you in that desert season. Why do you think Jesus receives the Holy Ghost and it says, okay, go to the desert, go to the desert, because that is where my Holy Spirit will be perfected in you. That is where you will learn to hide in my Holy Spirit that you just received. There's a reason why I gave it to you. Excuse me. Excuse me. There's a reason why I gave you the Holy Spirit. So Jesus receives it. He goes into the desert. He's been praying and fasting for 40 days and 40 nights, and he is supposed to be the strongest he's ever been spiritually. And there came temptation. There it came. So the devil said, hmm, he's hungry. Hey, yes, God. Thank you, Holy Ghost. I felt the guidance. I, I hear you, Holy Spirit. I, he's here in this room, and he's speaking to you right now. In that moment, the devil says, okay, He's hungry. Let me attack him through his area of weakness, where he is most in need, where he is most weak, where he is most vulnerable. Let me go there. So he said, hey, why don't you make these stones turn into bread? Oof. See, temptation will often come in the area that the devil knows that you are the most vulnerable and you are the most weak. You may feel like you are on top of your game spiritually, but he knows that you struggle with loneliness. So there the temptation will come. It'll creep in through that loneliness. Oh, you're just, I, live, I live alone. You guys know I like to speak my truth. So let's make, let's, let's make it a little more personal. Some of you might remember that sermon I preached a couple years ago. That's on my Instagram. Let's make this more personal. I live alone. And so I do get lonely sometimes. Let me not even cap. I get lonely a lot, often, because I grew up so close to my family, like basically under my mom's skirt. My house was always full of people. And when my sister had kids, there was always babies all around, kids all around. And, and in my previous relationship uh, that I was in a f couple years ago, my ex was my best friend. I didn't have friends. She was my friend. So I was always around her. So now that I live alone in this, uh, you know, for the past couple of years, I've lived in this, I've lived alone in my apartment for about four or five years, four years, four years. I get lonely often. And sometimes the enemy will try to attack me through that loneliness. He will try to tempt me through that loneliness and say, this is a point of weakness. I don't care how strong spiritually he is right now, if I can just try to get him through here. And this is, and this is what we have to learn to do, young people. We have to identify what are those areas. What are those areas that you know are a point of weakness? What are those areas that you know are a point of vulnerability? And we need to be watchful in these areas. And so I know 
me, Ogutu knows that when he's feeling lonely, right, it's not the best time to take action on his thoughts. Ogutu knows that. Ogutu knows that when it's two in the morning and he's lonely, he probably shouldn't send that text message that the, dem- the enemy is trying to tempt him to send. Can we be honest? Can, can, you know, Misa, can I, can, I, can I be honest, Misa? You know, like, that's the truth. That's what I've struggled with. That's what I know a lot of you that are watching me are struggling with. I know that in that moment of loneliness, there's the, I, I can't let those thoughts start to brew in my mind. Because I know that once those thoughts start brewing, that depression will start to come and take a visit and pay me a visit. I know that I can't let that weakness, that temptation come in to, 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 to believe the lies of the enemy, that temptation to pull me into fear so that that anxiety can start knocking at my door again. And I know, you know, it's not all about depression and anxiety. I get it. I'm just, I'm just talking about what some of the struggles are that I faced with loneliness. And so the devil will try to tempt you through your weakness. You know, one of the weaknesses that I have, not that I have, I'm not going to rephrase that. One of the weaknesses that the enemy might try to exploit through temptation is I grew up with kind of a rough childhood for part of my childhood. For, For some time in middle school, I was bullied and I was and, and elementary school, too. I was severely insecure, severely insecure. And I wasn't witty with my words like the other kids. So when some of the kids were teasing me, I didn't know how to come back. But what I did know how to do was fight because I was bigger than everybody else. So that was my way out. My way out was like, I'm just going to get aggressive. I'm just going to get angry. And sometimes the enemy will try to tempt me through there. Hey, 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 don't let that person talk to you that way. Oh, don't let that person come at you like that. You need to get angry. You, you need to get mad. You need to fight this guy because he's 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 uh, 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 trying to to belittle you. And so the enemy will use that temptation. Right. So we have to learn to recognize these areas. So temptation comes no matter who you are. Jesus himself is tempted and the enemy tries to tempt him through his areas of weakness. That didn't work. Why? He had the Holy Spirit. This is why we need the Holy Spirit. This is why we need the Holy Spirit in our lives. There is no worship song. There is no sermon that can help you fight against temptation. It doesn't work that way. It is the Holy Spirit in you. That strengthens you to be able to resist. This is why we must seek God's face. You cannot beat temptation if you do not seek his face. You cannot beat temptation if you don't have a relationship with him, if you can't call on to the Lord. So what is tempting you? Where is it coming from? We have to learn to identify that. But I don't want to get ahead of myself. I don't want to get ahead of myself. Let me finish with Jesus. Let me finish this story with Jesus. So that didn't work. So the devil says, okay, I'm going to appeal to your ego. I'll give you all of this. I'll let you have it. I'll give it to you. All of this has been given to me, and you could have it if you just worship me. He appeared to his ego. 
he tried to get him through the love of things and status. The devil would try to tempt us with things. And I've said this since I was a kid, a preacher, very young. I said, this is the thing that the devil will do. See, he'll prepare a plate. And this plate, banging. Think right now of your favorite plate of food. The one that even if you just ate, it don't matter. You about to throw down. For me, it's some tostones. I love tostones. I love it. And for those of you, my English speaker watchers, tostones is a plantain that they smash it, they fry it. Well, they fry it, then smash it, and then fry it again. And it's delicious with some salt, maybe some lemon, whatever. He'll take that favorite plate of yours and he'll put it before you. Say, here, come on, take it. It's good. You love this. You like this. Because I know you. You like this. But the problem is there's poison in it. And you can't tell until it's too late. So you've already taken a bite. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Some of you have been caught in the trap of temptation and you didn't realize till you already took a bite. We have to be of a sound mind, the Bible talks about. We should be of a sound mind because we get wrapped up in temptation and we can't see the end result. See, because those of you that are on, the, are on YouTube can see me right now. Temptation will only allow you to see this far. This is what it'll do. It'll do. It'll only allow you to see directly right in front of you. Satisfaction. Satisfaction. This moment. Right now. Whether it be get angry. It feels good. Whether it be yell. It feels good. Whether it be gossip. It feels good. Whether it be uh, 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 fall into sexual sin. It feels good. Whether it be doubt. It, it's the only thing you know. Whether it be fear. Because there's no, there's no hope. It only helps you see this far. My hand is in front of my face right now. For those of you that are on podcasts. Uh, on on, on uh, audio. And so we have to be of a sound mind to be able to see further past that. I made a video on my Instagram one time where I was talking about how one of the things that has helped me when I faced temptation is to take a moment to stop myself. Say, hey, 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 stop focusing on right now. Look at the end result. How is it that you always feel every time you fall into this temptation? You know that feeling afterwards. Think about that feeling before you do this. Think about how horrible and dirty and, and, and sad and angry at yourself that you feel every time you, 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 you snap out of it and you've taken a bite and, you've, and you fall into temptation. You know how horrible you feel every time? Think about that now before it's too late. And so... We're all tempted in different ways, no matter who we are, you know. And they're just caught up in all these things that we want. There's this phrase, and I'm going to say it, I'm not on an altar, it's okay. Uh, you know, Misa, we know that, post-nut clarity. There's always, they say, they say, yeah, man, that post-nut clarity hits you. And you're like, yo, what did I just do? What am I doing? Because, see, that's an issue that a lot of us young men face. And I can say this figuratively, not only as it pertains to sex, but, yes, as it pertains to sex or self-satisfaction or masturbation, all these things, but just in life in general. Men, we can be hard-headed, and we act now and think later. And when we think later, we get that proverbial post-nut clarity 
We're like, oh, shoot. Yeah. I should have thought that through. Maybe I should have slowed down a bit. And so even with our young ladies, too, you know, sometimes we're not focused. We get wrapped up. We get wrapped up in the fairy tale. We get wrapped up in the offer. And we end up falling. But temptation is a slow fade. Temptation is a slow fade. There's a saying in Spanish, nadie cae de la noche a la mañana. Nobody falls from, morning, from, from day to night, like in a day, in a day's time. They say Rome didn't fall in a day, right? No, Rome wasn't built in a day. Sorry. Let's flip that. Rome didn't fall in a day. These things are a slow fade. And a lot of times the devil is patient with you. He's patient with me. And he may not be able to knock us down today. Oh, but he'll wait. He will wait and he'll start little by little, little by little, little by little, planting those little seeds, planting those little seeds just so that he can build roots. This is why we need to be able to have our eyes open, say, okay, okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. I am not even going to let the enemy or my flesh get a chance to plant these seeds because I know that once they have roots, it's difficult to pull out. Excuse me, I'm sorry, I'm talking a lot, and so this, I'm getting gassy. But, and so, temptation is a slow fade. And a lot of times, because we don't realize it on time, we don't notice it on time, we end up falling. Or we notice it, and we ignore it. Young people listening to me, watching me, adults that are watching me, we cannot be ignorant we cannot be indifferent. We cannot ignore. The Bible says, que no ignore las maquinaciones del diablo. Like, I'm paraphrasing. Do not ignore the works of the enemy. We cannot ignore him. We know that the devil is busy, but my God is busier. And we have to stay tapped in. You got to stay tapped into the Holy Ghost so he can give you discernment. Hey, temptation is coming through here. Seek my face so you can know. I will open your eyes. The Spirit gives testimony. I will let you know when this is a trap. Not every friendship is from me. Not every relationship is from me. Not every job opportunity is from me. Not every business venture is from me. You have to know. That this could be the enemy trying to tempt you in a slow fade. And no temptation is ugly. It looks good. It looks real good. And it seems like it's the right step to take, but you've got to slow down. You have to slow down and seek this discernment. So, all right. If everybody struggles with temptation, how do I... How do I resist temptation? How do I how do I get away from it? How do I run? What's our timestamp right now, Misa? Can you see? I don't see it. Huh? 26? Cool. I like that. We're on good time. I'm trying to keep this between 30 and 40 minutes. Um, how do I get away? One thing's for sure. As long as there is a devil, we will not escape temptation. Temptation is going to come. Whether or not we fall in temptation is different. But the fact that there will be, there, there will be temptation, as long as the devil exists, un, until, until we reach heaven, he will continue to try to tempt us with different things. He will continue to try to tempt us with this world. And a lot of people told us in the church growing up, in the Hispanic church, el mundo no te ofrece, no te ofrece nada. The world has nothing to offer you. Lies. Cap. Like, like, like uh, <laughs> some of you might know what I'm talking about. Uh, I, I keep up with with pop culture. When uh when uh 
takeoff in that interview was like, Cap, I don't know if y'all seen that meme, but it's one of my favorite memes. The, the world has nothing to offer you. That's a lie. Or else what? Or else the, the, Satan would have had nothing to offer Jesus when he was in the desert, when he tempted him. There would have been nothing for him to offer. The world has so much to offer you. It does. But it's temporary, and it is leeching. You know what a leech is? A leech is a parasite that sucks blood slowly, slowly, continuously, until you begin to get weak over time. Oh, yes, God. Yes, God. There it is, Holy Ghost. See, sin, temptation is a leech, and it's going to keep pulling that blood out of you. Hey, hey, hey. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Father. It'll pull it out of you. Pull it out of you. Pull it out of you. I was watching this movie, The Survival, and he's like, oh, my God. Why? I feel so lightheaded. Ah, I don't know what's going on. I feel like I'm going to pass out. And the girl lifted up his shirt. There were leeches all over his back. Thank you, God. There were leeches all over his back, and he didn't know. Pulled his pants down. There were leeches all over his backside, his legs, and they were slowly sucking the life out of him. This is what temptation will do. Some of you feel this way. You feel like, what's going on? I don't notice. Over time, I feel like I'm getting weaker and weaker, and I don't know what's going on. Temptation is sucking the life out of you. This is what it'll do over time. It is a slow fade until you reach a point where maybe before you had the strength to climb out of this ditch, but because you've been being drained for so long, you don't have the strength to, to climb out of that ditch anymore. But thank God for Jesus. Yes, God. I feel him in here. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to go that route, but hey, praise God. I feel him in here. Thank God for Jesus that he'll reach down into that ditch that you're in and he'll grab your hand. See, he's not just going to grab it. There's this, there's this, there's a survival tactic where they say, if you're going to grab somebody, you need to grab them by the wrist and interlock. This is how Jesus is going to grab you. He'll grab you by the wrist and interlock and he'll pull you out of that ditch. If you're just willing to let go of that temptation you've been holding on to, if you're just willing to say no, if you're willing to turn away, if you're willing to give it away to Jesus. Jesus, he will pull you out of that ditch. He'll pull you out of there. And I know some of you have been struggling with temptation for so long, temptation that people, people don't know you're struggling with, and you're getting on the altar, and you're preaching, and you're singing, and you want to stop so bad. I've been there. I've, I, I know that that is hard where you love God so much and you want to, to not be that way. You don't want to keep falling into that temptation. You don't want to keep being weak and you keep falling and you feel like you're no good. You feel like you're no good. But he loves you anyway. Jesus loves you right there where you are and if you'll give it to him, he will take it. He'll pull you out of that ditch. Do not believe the lie of the enemy that is telling you that there is no hope for you, that you are too far gone. We're all struggling with something. I face temptation. Me, the preacher that's preaching every weekend, that has all these invitations that everybody looks up to, that people hit me for advice, and I'm their mentor, and I'm and 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 they're like, oh, oh, go to this, oh, go to that. Man, take me off that high horse. 
take me off that high horse that you've put me on. I'm, I am not Superman. I'm, I, I struggle with temptation too. I'm tempted by the enemy just like everybody else. It is hard out here in these streets, in these spiritual streets. It is hard. But there is freedom in Jesus Christ. You don't have to be bound by it. It's going to come. But he strengthens you. Yes, you're weak right now. But one of my favorite verses, Bastate mi gracia. I think it's 2nd of Corinthians 12, 9. I don't know if it's 1st or 2nd. I think it's 2nd. 2 Corinthians 12, 9. Bastate mi gracia porque mi poder se perfecciona en la debilidad. Let my, let my grace be sufficient for you. I'm paraphrasing English. Because my power is perfected in your weakness. It's perfected. So, <sighs> temptation is going to come. It's going to knock at your door every day if it can. Every hour. But if you, if you hide in the Lord, if you seek his face, and it comes back to one of the key themes of this ministry that the Lord has given me, fall in love with Jesus. Love him. Fall in love with him. Hide in him. He will make you strong enough to resist that temptation. There was a time in my life where I would cry and I would say, God, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to be this way anymore. I don't want to think this way anymore. I don't want to doubt you anymore, but I'm scared that I'm going to again because every time I keep falling in it and I could not see a day where I was not struggling with temptation. Couldn't see it, but there's freedom in Jesus Christ. There's freedom in Jesus Christ. Be honest with yourself. Recognize that there are things that you're struggling with. Be honest. As ministers, can I talk to the ministers right now? Sometimes our, our ego won't allow us to admit that we're struggling with something because we know how to play the game. <laughs> we know how to play the game. We think that if we admit that we have a struggle, it's going to take us from our function because we love functioning so much. We don't love freedom. We love functioning. We don't love God. We love our function. It's what we do now. It's become our career. It's become our hobby. So we love that more than communion with the Father. We love our function more than we love communion with the Father. But can you be honest with yourself and say, I struggle in this area. And we're scared to say, but if I admit that I have a struggle, he'll remove me from here. The Father desires communion with you. Let's be honest with ourselves so that we can now take practical steps to avoid temptation. Practical steps to be able to resist when temptation presents itself in whatever form that may be. Whatever form that may be. For everyone, it's different. Some ministers struggle with the temptation of the love of money. That's what they want. They're in it for the bag. And this culture has taught us, chase the bag. Get more money, DJ Khaled would say. Chase the bag. Bag... Cloth talk, bag alert. That's what that's what we see. But the, the 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 root of all evil is the love of money. And and we and 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 we become so obsessed with monetary gain. For some people, that is a temptation. For some people, you know, for some people, for other people, temptation might be. I don't know. You know what it is. I know what mine is. To be the old you, whatever that old you might look like.
Temptation, temptation, temptation. We all struggle with it. We all face it. But there is freedom in Jesus Christ who makes you strong. You're not supposed to be able to do it alone. Recognize the area you struggle in. Samson was tempted through his area of weakness. Yeah, I'm about to be done. There's a story that I, I was trying to remember this, and I finally remembered it. So I'm about to close. Samson was tempted in his area of weakness. And the devil knows what our area of weakness is. There's a saying in Spanish, el diablo sabe más por viejo que por diablo. The devil knows more because of how old he is than because of the simple fact that he's the devil. Makes more sense in Spanish, but you get what I'm saying. He's been around a long time. And so he knows what our struggles are. And so Samson was tempted through that area that he struggled in. But he didn't want to address it. He didn't want to be honest with himself. He, with himself. he got caught up. And if you realize, Samson, it was God-given. The strength he had came from God, but he mismanaged what God gave him, and he allowed it to open a door to temptation. He became egotistical. He became self-righteous. He began to view himself as self-sufficient. He, he let that strength that God gave him trick him in his mind and thought, I'm Samson. I'm good. I'm Samson. I'm the strong one. Can't nobody get me. Can't nobody. I don't got it. You know, nobody's going to do anything to me. And it was God that gave it to him. Sometimes we can mismanage the gift that God has given us, and it opens the door to temptation. God allowed you to be a, a, a wonderful worshiper. Now you're on your high horse. You're not careful. And you let these things come in through the back door. And they've taken a seat at your table. I'm the preacher. Everybody looks up to me. I'm Ogutu. I do all this content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I go all these places. I got to be careful not to let something get in through the back door because I got so caught up in what God gave me. Temptation. So David, this preacher said, and this is the last one. I'll close with this. Look at this, man. We're here. You guys are here. We're talking. We're having a great conversation. Sam, uh, not Samson, David. Mm, this is so good right here, and I'm glad that we're going to end it on this. I used to, as a preacher, I used to say, man, David sinned. David fell because he wasn't at the battle where he was supposed to be. That's why David fell. And a preacher, I don't, I think it was, I think it was, was it Karen? I think it was Karen, Karen Torres. Or I think it might have been somebody else. It was a preacher I heard recently. They said, we're wrong. We think that David sinned because he didn't go to battle that day and he saw, uh, 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 what's her name? Bathsheba, I think her name was. No, no, no. The preacher was saying, had David gone to the battle and came back, he would have sinned the next day. It had nothing to do with him being at the battle or not. His heart was already far from God. It is a slow fade. You think it was just because that one day he didn't go to battle that he fell? That he, that he, that he fell into temptation? No. His heart was already struggling from a long time ago. He was already mis, uh, mismanaging or, or mis, uh, uh, descuidando, like not taking care of his spiritual relationship. It was, the Bible doesn't say it, but I can guarantee you I can guarantee you that before that day, he had already been sitting by the window looking at her quite a few times. 
before he actually fell into it. Oh, I can almost guarantee you that that must have been week three that he was checking her out on her roof taking a shower. And I can almost guarantee you that she knew the king was looking every time she went and took a shower on her roof. She knew. Don't, don't, don't come at me with that. She knew. See, it's not about, oh, yeah, he didn't go to the battle. He failed. And you didn't go to the battle, so you're going to fall into temptation. No, 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 no. This is a slow fade. I can guarantee you he was already struggling, but he did not want to catch himself. He got comfortable. Let's open our eyes. Let's open our eyes so that we can see temptation coming. And we can hide in Jesus. You're not supposed to do it alone. You're not supposed to be able to do it alone. You need him. You need Jesus. You need the Holy Spirit. You need the Father to be able to resist temptation. So let's remove some of that taboo. We all struggle with temptation. Youth leaders, stop, stop trying to have your youth reach you. I've seen youth leaders that treat their youth as if they are the goal. You youth need to be like me. You youth need to be like me. I'm not dealing with what you guys are dealing with. You guys are doing this and you guys are doing that and you guys suck and you guys struggle and you guys are a bunch of sinners and you guys are a bunch of tempters. Tem uh, 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 you guys are a bunch of uh, uh, people that are in temptation. Hello, we're tempted too as leaders. And if our youth are looking at us as the ultimate goal, oh yeah, God forbid the day we fall, they're going to be devastated. We have to be more realistic with them. Hey, you're not a bad Christian because you're being tempted. You are not the spawn of Satan because you're facing temptation. You are not a horrible person. He still loves you. He knows you're going to be tempted. Jesus himself said, in the world you will face affliction. En el mundo tendréis aflicciones, pero confiad. But have faith, but trust, roughly translated. I have defeated the world. I already beat it. So, uh, God bless you. Thanks for having this talk with me about temptation. That was good. That was good. Ladies and gentlemen, I struggle with things, too. I struggle with things, too. I struggle with doubt. I struggle with my flesh. I am a single young man living in 2023 with his own apartment. I struggle with my flesh, too. Because I come and go as I please. I have my own place. I pay my own bills by the grace and mercy of God. I'm a young single man in 2023. I struggle with temptation. I have insecurities that stem from trauma from when I was a kid that I'm still working on that are hard for me. And I get temptation sometimes to fall back into that. I get tempted by the enemy sometimes to fall back into that hurt little boy mindset, to fall back into doubt. I just took this step into full-time ministry. The devil and my flesh have been knocking on my door, trying to scare me into doubt. God's not going to come through. He's not going to do it. And, 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 and you got to work hard because God's not going to do it. And yes, I still need to work hard, but that doubt is knocking on my door. The devil's trying to tempt me to doubt him, to doubt my God. But we all go through it. God bless you. I love you guys. I encourage you that if you've gotten this far, thank you for getting this far. I ask that you please hit that subscribe button, hit that like button. Like I said on my Instagram, 
I'm doing this full time now. I need you now more than ever. We're a family. We got to play that algorithm game. So when you subscribe and hit that like button, you help more people receive this message. You help more people see this. Somebody might need Christ, you know? So subscribe, like, share it with somebody that you know, that you care about, that you love. And I'd like to end on a prayer. Uh, I felt that in my spirit real quick. And we're going to do a prayer to close, but I want to do a prayer. If some of you have been struggling with temptation and you want to either either you're in the body of Christ, but you've been struggling, you want to reconcile with the Lord, or you want to accept Christ as you're hearing this. Yes, I know this is not a service, but I feel guided by God, so we're going to do this. We're going to say this prayer. And if you feel like you need Jesus in your heart again or for the first time, I want you to say this prayer with me. And we're going to close. We're going to do it quickly. Father, I come before you. I thank you because you've spoken to me. I thank you because you didn't give up on me. I ask that you please forgive me for my sins. Forgive me for succumbing to temptation. Forgive me for living a life that, that is not pleasing to you. But I know that you love me. And I thank you for your cross. I thank you for never giving up on me. I thank you for dying on the cross for me. I ask that you please forgive me of my sins. That you enter my heart again. That you live in me. And you write my name in the book of life. I give you my heart. I give you my life. Help me to serve you. And help me to live for you. In Jesus' name. Amen. If you did that prayer with us, write it in the comments. Let us know. God bless you. I love you. And we'll see you next time on the next episode. I really enjoyed this talk, actually. I'm not even going to lie to you. I really enjoyed it. I had a good time. Bye.